When you're lost in the darkness, look for the pod. Specifically, the Prestige TV podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network, where we're breaking down every new episode of HBO's The Last of Us. On Sunday nights, grab your battery and join Van Lathan and Charles Holmes for an instant reaction to the latest episode. Then head back to the QZ on Tuesdays for a deep dive with Joanna Robinson and Mallory Rubin. From character arcs to video game adaptation choices, story themes to needle drops, we'll parse every inch of this cordyceps-coated universe. Watch out for mouth tendrils and follow along on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with print media, Netflix's Your Place or Mine, and something that might fill our magic mic void. Wow. Exciting. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do Tea Time checks in with print media. I'm going first. Big news, Rihanna is British Vogue's March 2023 star, and she looks amazing. I'm going to talk about her twice in this podcast because <laughs> it's been a big week for her. She has been, finally. Really We've been waiting for a big Rihanna week for a while, <laughs> yes, so got to make the most of it. She looks amazing, and her baby is like front row center in this spread, and it's obviously her with her family. ASAP is there. It's like the three of them in this very beautiful, glamorous photo shoot. And I got a couple of like key takeaways from this. First of all, she is still keeping her like Rihanna hours. You guys know she's like notorious for like being up at night or like these like working (laughs) and being very productive at like three in the morning, which is when this interview took place. The second thing I thought was interesting, which maybe I need to be smarter about celebrities. And this is like a lot of what they do. But 
uh, the interviewer goes to her home, which is an apartment in Century City. And I was like, this has got to be her like media home, you know, like where she takes people, you know, or it's right. like at home with Rihanna, but it's not. And uh-huh. you can't go behind her real pearly gates. So I thought that was interesting. She talks about motherhood, being a family, how lovely her experience has been, like, you know, being a mom for the first time. She says that the NFL basically came knocking for like 10 years straight to do a Super Bowl show. And um, she finally said yes this year. This this interview obviously took place before her performance, so wasn't able to comment on that. But obviously she lived up to every expectation we had um, this last weekend. And then she talks a little bit about her album, and they asked if it's going to be this year. And this was her quote. She said, I want it to be this year. Like, honestly, it'd be ridiculous if it's not this year. But I just want to have fun. I just want to make music and make videos. Uh, and I need the right background music. Da, 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 da. So, like, not entirely right. a confirmation. <laughs> we might be waiting a while. I, listen, it's like fool me once, you know, fool me <laughs> twice, et cetera. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I'm not going to expect it until it's in our ears. We shan't. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Indeed. Um, so do you guys have other thoughts on this beautiful baby, this interview, anything? Uh, before I just we move love on? that she's thriving. You know, mm-hmm. we make our jokes about ASAP and the album and all of that, but she seems very happy and mm-hmm. at peace. Mm-hmm. And that's great. And she looks amazing. So and she looks awesome. Yeah. She did amazing this weekend. So like whatever hype yeah. or, you know, like pressure she was feeling at the time of this interview talking about the Super Bowl performance, she's obviously lived up to it. Yeah. Um, no complaints. Okay, great. Love that. What else, Kate? The Vanity Fair Hollywood issue is out this week. And we pretty much talk about this every year. It's been Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of disappointing for the past few years. And so therefore, I actually thought that it was quite good this year compared to past years. If you remember, a couple years ago, probably many years ago at this point, there was one with all the Photoshop mistakes (laughs) where like... They had like three Sorry. arms and like somebody. Oh had an my extra god! Leg. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's been just like a flop. It's in its flop era, if you will. Mm-hmm. The Vanity Fair Hollywood issue. Last year was the one where Nicole Kidman looked insane and had like a, an eight pack, <gasps> but it was like looked weird. Oh. It was too edited. The concept yeah. was weird. People were it like, was it was like bright colors and kind of like surrealist, but not in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, I, they seem to have taken a very different approach, both in terms of concept and in terms of stars. So last year, uh, we had Idris Elba, Penelope Cruz, Kristen Stewart, Benedict Cumberbatch, Nicole Kidman, Simu Liu, Andrew Garfield, and Michaela Rodriguez. Whereas this year, everyone is more closer to like the fame level of like those last three people, you know, Mm -hmm. which I think is actually good. It was almost more of like a rising stars issue. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to list off who's here and then I want you guys to tell me who you think is the most famous person. Okay. <laughs> On the front cover, Selena Gomez, Jonathan Majors, Austin Butler, Anna Diarmas, Florence Pugh. Second cover, obviously it's like a long, you know, it's like a panorama. It's like three covers. Uh, the middle part, Kiki Palmer, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Julia Garner, Reggae Jean Page. And then the last cover is Emma Corrin, Hoyun, and Jeremy Allen White. Obviously, like it, you would think <laughs> that in terms of billing, it kind of goes in order of fame. Mm-hmm. Is Selena Gomez the most famous person on this cover? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Which is like, it's weird. She's on here, too. It's weird that she's here. And it's weird. that she's she's like the most A-list person here. They just went like the Internet route this time. They totally did. Oh, my God. They took their picks from like Twitter and like rising star list. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) they took it from IMDb's like rising stars. (laughs) Like the uh, here's the thing, too. Okay, really, I'm going to skip 
here, just since we're talking about lineup. Please. If we're going in terms of fame, would you reshuffle any of these groupings? Because I think Kiki Palmer should have been on the cover. <laughs> yeah, you're oh, probably yeah. right. I think you gotta you gotta put Kiki on the cover instead of maybe Ana de Armas or Austin. Like, why is Austin Butler front why center? Why did he, he get is middle? Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? I just, I, it's so questionable. Like, I think Florence Pugh is, is close to Selena Gomez at this point in terms yeah. of fame. Mm-hmm. She got first billing on like the website. Like when you open oh, wow. it up, she's the first one. Okay. And also I think just in terms of like the Hollywood issue, uh-huh. like actors. Yeah. I think she's like the most famous actor yeah. of this group. But totally. It's it's a weird I think they needed to swap someone else in here. I think maybe it's Jonathan weird that Majors Selena- for Kiki Palmer. I guess that's like a lot of women on the cover, but like he's but who not cares? We love that, that. famous yet. I, I feel think like they should have just not included Selena Gomez. I don't because she really throws me off. And then Kiki Palmer should have just taken her place right. and they should have included another. They should have like leaned in more to like the internet. Like if you're going to do it, you can yeah. cut Selena Gomez. Like no yeah. offense. Yeah. Again, she is like the only real like true A-lister here at this point. But I guess Florence Pugh also. It's weird though, because I always think of this Hollywood issue, no offense to TV stars, but I always think it's more of like, Movie star, yeah, and I'm like, what the hell is Jeremy Allen White doing here? <laughs> right. I'm sorry, okay. that's Here's the internet pick. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Here's my thing with that. And I listen. I want to say for the record, I wrote this in the outline first thing yesterday when this came out, <laughs> and now I've seen like eight tweets about it. So this is going to sound like an unoriginal take, but it was original when it entered my brain. We don't need both Aaron Taylor Johnson and Jeremy Allen White. They serve the exact same purpose, <laughs> and they have the same hair and they have the same styling. And, and they're they have both the same kind of like, like they're like, like they've got the like same face, kind of like bulgy face, like yeah. where it's like a kind of a sexy gaze, but also like I might murder you in an alley. It's like they exactly. have the greasy hot vibes where they haven't showered and it's kind of working for you, um, but also yeah. maybe not. Like Aaron Taylor Johnson, they both have three names: Aaron Taylor Johnson, Jeremy <laughs> Allen White. Like Jeremy Allen White is just the Kroger version of Aaron Taylor Johnson. <laughs> Wow. And How dare he's more you. prestigious, I think. Oh, like he's he American. Is. Aaron Taylor Johnson is British. Whatever. He's mm. more prestigious because like it's like, ooh, he was on the bear and like only people who live television. But he, again, he's the TV star version of Aaron right. Taylor Johnson. And I just, I'm like, you don't need both. Like we could have gotten you someone don't. else in here. Um, it's missing Brian Tyree Henry. So true. So true. Whereas he was if, snubbed, in sorry. past years, if you'd said that, I would have been like, he's not famous enough to be here. But this year, no, he, but is he is famous. I don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so, or like Daniel Kaluuya. Like what, yeah, what are we doing here? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This, I, it's I, I like the vibe of it. I think Reggae Jean Page was a weird pick. What has he done since Bridgerton? Nothing. Exactly. Like, okay. <laughs> not a damn thing. <laughs> not a damn. <laughs> he just smizes on magazines. <laughs> So I guess that's why he's here. It's uh, true. But like, he's the most TV star of all TV stars. Like he did one show. Truly. So, uh, I don't know. It's, it's weird. The pics are weird. They're fun. I guess the internet was talking about I it. Guess. I like the look of it. Amelia thoughts. I know you were mixed it's, on the look. The look. I just think <laughs> that it, the lighting is really bad. It's like, you couldn't pay for better lighting. It's I very just feel blue. Like, yeah, it's uh-huh. like, this is the number one thing. You have to get good lighting and I just can't see these. I have to turn up my brightness to like a hundred. It's <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And they, I like I like the sort of like seedy club vibe, but they all look vaguely yeah. wet. Like, why yeah, is everyone do. damp? Um, <laughs> like oiled them down. Right, oiled them <laughs> down, put them in bottle. leather. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
so I'm I'm in on like 70% of this, but yeah, I, I'm not, did, not into this. It inspired yeah. a lot of questions. Also, really quick, which of these three groupings is the best hang? We've Ooh, got my again God. on the front. I'm looking at it. I'm sure you're not. Group one, Selena Gomez, Jonathan Majors, Ana de Armas, Austin Butler, Florence Pugh. Group two, Kiki, strong choice. Who no matter who she's with. Uh Aaron Taylor Johnson, Julia Garner, Reggae Jean Page. And then group three, Emma Corrin, Hoyan, and Jeremy Allen White. I can tell you it's not the first group. <laughs> I, I would prefer yeah. not to hang out I, with Austin I, I'm, I'm the biggest fan, I think, of the third group. But I'm also like, I don't know if that I want to like have dinner with them. I think mm, you yeah. got to go second group. I think second group too. seems fun. Aaron Taylor Johnson is weird, but seems fun. But seems fun. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, Kiki Palmer, obviously going to carry the team. Julia Garner could tell you about the Madonna boot camp. Oh, Yeah. That's so true. And I love when she goes, if you want something, you're going to have to fucking kill me. And I'm like, yeah. Like a couple drinks and you could get her to do that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And then like Reggae Jean Page is just dead weight. But like, that's fine. Hey, he talked to you about Bridget. But he's handsome. Yeah, you're right. You can just stare at him and while Kiki talks to you. And yeah, I think group two is the best hang. It's true. I think group one needed some some swapping in and out. The vibes are off. Needed to be more fun. off. Yeah, exactly. And also, I, I'm sorry, but like, how did Austin Butler I, I get front and center? How? how? He's like the man of the this. I will say his pose is really good. He's like no, got like is, the bit, like the. So, I think I think Joe Robinson on Twitter said it was like the Last Supper arms, but like oh my God, you've come to is. my table. Oh my like God. he he nailed the pose. I also have to say I haven't seen a single tweet about Ana de Armas. Mm. Honestly, she doesn't deserve Made it. Zero sorry. ripples with this inclusion. So yeah. she Everyone also didn't deserve that nomination, but whatever. Yeah. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. So um, do we have any other thoughts before we move on? <laughs> do you think I mean, that- good effort. This is the best one in several years, I would say. Yeah. But yeah, okay. Odd. Some odd choices. It's odd. Do we think Andrea Riseborough is campaigning for a solo <laughs> cover? Yes. <laughs> like behind the scenes, a, a little grassroots. So you camp- know what she is on the cover? You can see someone's feet. In the bottom, Stop! like looking at them, you can see like a pair of high heels. That's Andrea. That's like that's her. Those are. Oh her. God! If oh I were God, her, I would funny. never show my face again. But well, no, whatever, just her feet. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. Let's move on to the next category. This is not worth the tea. This week in social media and relationship news, Amelia. Oh my God, you guys! Oh God, for the love of God, I'm I'm asking, I'm begging Megan Fox to just never return to Machine Gun Kelly because they have seemingly broken up. But actually, I don't know anymore. I don't know yeah. anymore. So I'm just going to go over a little timeline. Oh, okay. please. Okay. So on Sunday, Megan Fox deletes all evidence of Machine Gun Kelly from her Instagram. And instead, she posts a series of photos of herself posing in an Arizona bathroom. And they were in town for the Super Bowl. And like he performed, he got electrocuted on stage. It was a a whole thing. And anyway, it's a series of photos of her in this bathroom. And also, did you guys notice that there's like a poster in the background of some of the photos that says, when you can't walk away, it's like a domestic violence poster. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. So, so I'm sorry. That was really dark. But going around about that. Yeah. I know. There's so been I, some discourse. I know. I hope she is OK, obviously. And I hope it was just a coincidence. I don't know what's going on there, but I just feel like it's it's a choice to. Yeah, there are a lot of layers like to exactly. What she posted. 
And then at the end of the like carousel of photos, there's a video of burning letters. And this is all posted with Beyonce lyrics, which are you can taste the dishonesty. It's all over your breath, which is Mm. like, yikes. Um, So she also follows this up by following three people, (laughs) Eminem, Harry Styles and Timothy Chalamet. And Machine Gun Kelly is known to have a feud with Eminem because he tweeted gross things about Eminem's teenage daughter right. at the time. Oh my God, didn't right. I? Yeah. And I can only assume that he probably hates Harry Styles and Timothy Chalamet. That right? feels right for him. Right, exactly. Yeah, of course. It's like the people that we like, he hates probably, yeah. So she posts that. She follows those guys, which is incredible. And then someone comments on this uh, post. He probably got with Sophie, which refers to Machine Gun Kelly's guitarist, Sophie Lloyd. And Mm -hmm. Megan replies with, maybe I got with Sophie in the little fire emoji. And what does it all mean? What does it all mean? Sophie is already like, I please exclude me from this <laughs> narrative. Like, I don't want to. Can be we here. not do thought experiments about <laughs> exactly. how I'm involved in this? <laughs> exactly. Poor Sophie. It just doesn't. She's like, no. <laughs> and then Megan goes on to delete her Instagram altogether. So it's no longer up. Everyone's like, what's going on? Huh. I'm I'm worried. Like, I hope she's okay. Machine Gun Kelly is the worst. Um, then The Daily Mail spots them leaving a marriage counseling office on Monday in California. So they're back from Arizona. Yeah. And the Daily Mail says that they spent two and a half hours inside. How would you like to be the random reporter who was just waiting outside for them? The Daily Mail is a poison, but... (laughs) (laughs) It's And then the photos, like, she's visibly wiping her face and people are saying, it's tears, it's tears. But like, this obviously seems, it's very invasive. But then again, who am I to judge when I'm here telling you guys all this? Um, Wow. Yeah, it's it's ugh. and then on Tuesday, so a couple days ago, they were spotted in a car together leaving his L.A. home. So what <sighs> is the truth? Megan and MGK were. Yes. OK. Yeah, he was driving and she was in the uh, uh, be free, Megan. I be know. Free, and our national nightmare. Exactly. I just am afraid that she's going back to this loser and I don't like it. Yeah, I mean this this whole thing has been kind of a. Re- I mean, remember when we were talking about like not their vials of blood? They did something oh, where it just has of been off. That, it's yeah, a lot, time. very yeah. iffy. Like she has a her engagement ring, which apparently oh, she yeah. took off was like spikes, so she like would never take it. Which is just like that. I remember toxic. talking about that. Yeah. So, hmm. well, I guess we just hope that it plays out and she's done. And exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, damn. so. My- all the best and well wishes to Megan. All the worst to Machine Gun Kelly. Indeed. And the best to Sophie, who we hope is not And involved. Sophie, too. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Sophie. Leave her out of this. Yes. All right. In other relationship news, as we know, Florence Pugh and Zach Braff finally broke up after I manifested all of my hater energy at them for years <laughs> on end. And it worked. It's wonderful. Uh, and she has apparently moved on and was spotted out on Valentine's Day with a man named Charlie Gooch. His last name is spelled G-O-O-C-H. And don't bother Googling him because it will come up with someone who died many years ago, who's the most famous Charlie Gooch, apparently, to exist. This Charlie Gooch, no one knows anything about. They think he is a Hmm. school friend of hers from, like, Oxford. Cool. He's a normie, apparently. Someone told Dumois this, basically, Hmm. um, that he's a normie she went to school with. Uh, But they were spotted out and about drinking wine, 
embracing. He's much taller than her. There are some very awkward oh, yeah. paparazzi photos of him like bending down <laughs> for like what seems like just kind of hanging out, hugging her. But I'm like, okay, my guy, you are bent in half. Like, can't be comfortable. Listen, I am suppressing my hater tendencies because he's not Zach Braff. And mm, that's true. fine. You could argue that I will not like any man that she is with. I was going to say. However, mm-hmm. if you'll remember, there were those pictures of her and Will Poulter, the guy with the eyebrows in Ibiza. <gasps> yes. And the beautiful 24 hours where I thought that they were together. And I was yeah. in full support of that. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think this guy is is hot enough to be with her. But, you know, I don't know. The Isn't heart wants the what the f- heart wants as long as it's not Zach Braff. So. Isn't this the future that we hope for all of our celebrity favorites is they end up with just like a normal person, a normal person. from their past I know, life I love and they just kind of settle down? That's true. Yeah. Also, the name Charlie Gooch is like very silly. So it is. there's also that part of it. He kind of just has a silly vibe. Can I give you what I think their celebrity couple name oh should God, be? Please. I think it should be Gucci Gucci Pew. Like wow. Gucci Gucci Coo, but Gucci Gucci. We'll workshop that. We'll workshop I said that, that directly You're on the right track. to page six. I mean, like, or like that's like a TMZ thing. They would oh, do yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, many headlines to come. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess it's fine. I hope she's happy. I hope he has a nice kitchen that she can do oh, Instagram yeah. videos. Yeah. In. Well, he'll be in her kitchen, actually, let's face it, <laughs> at this point. Um, okay, um, next piece of news. It's so funny. In any other week, this would have been like the hugest, biggest topic. It would have been splattered all over. But because she's so cool and just delivers news in the way she wants to, this is kind of just like a passing thought and note that Rihanna is pregnant with her second baby. Um, I was wondering she, if you were going to mention that earlier. And then I was like, well, I guess the, the profile was more about baby number one. It didn't even, t- yeah. And then it kind of mentions that it's like, you know, there was no indication or no even like wink about it. And there was no big post. There's no Instagram that like broke the internet. She just performed the Super Bowl and was in an outfit, did a couple of like hand motions and everyone was like, oh, and then her reps confirmed it shortly after. And I just kind of think that's so cool in the era of you got to have a fucking people spread. Well, she wouldn't do people. Mm. She's above that. But like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Just the like big news and you just like dump it on people. But to choose how you kind of like tell the world when you're as big as her Mm -hmm. and to do it in kind of that subtle way. Just like love it. That's also the fact that they asked her for 10 years straight. And she was actively pregnant. Was like, this is the year, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like totally. why not? I can do the Super Bowl pregnant. Oh, that's great. Totally. NBD. So there's no other news about it that I have at this moment. I just wanted. I mean, again, in any other week, that would have right. been like the we craziest. also just like this is the the Sunday to Friday pipeline. People are already done talking about it, but we're exactly. not because it's so more pregnancy looks exciting. to come is yes. what I'm going to tell news. you guys. Okay, and then this is a really weird aside, but I kept it in because I'm kind of like pandering, I'm speaking to right to Amelia because, <laughs> Amelia, do you remember way back when, when Travis and Kylie did like a couples quiz with each other for oh GQ and it like went really viral because this man knew nothing about her. They were two strangers they interviewing were, each other. That was the first time they had spoken. They already had had Stormy. They were like pretending to be like a very in love, cool couple. Yeah. And then this game totally exposed them because he, this man couldn't name a, like he named one dog, Norman, which is like the easiest one. And the easiest person one. on the street would have known Norman. Couldn't name any of the others. Didn't know what the hell he was talking, like didn't know anything about her and she was was like not thrilled anyway I call that back because I watched the world's best couples quiz over the weekend with Emma Chamberlain and her boyfriend role model who I don't 
I mean, like, I like Emmett Chamberlain in a far distant way, and I don't know anything about role model, but this, I watched it in full and was like, this is them in love, and this is how you should do it. And when Chris Jenner makes Kylie and Travis do it again to like redo <laughs> their image, they should watch this and be like, this is how you have banter. That's um, funny. But I love, they released a couple because I think it was like Valentine's Day. Allison Brie and the Franco oh, brother. Dave did, Franco. Dave Franco did it. They were cute. Anyway, I really enjoy this YouTube series if you want to go watch. And then if you want to see the other side of the spectrum, just watch the old Travis. Uh, it's a Kylie. classic. It is. It's, it's a, a pop culture classic. <laughs> really um, and then lastly, go ahead, Amelia. Just want to put this in here because I, you know— saw I I still don't follow her. I should probably refollow her. But um Jennifer Lopez <laughs> posted a little carousel for Valentine's Day um on her Instagram of what appears to be matching tattoos with Ben. The first one is like her showing off her new rib tattoo, which uh, that's painful. Um and he's got one as well. It, it's like hers is like an infinity symbol with their name or initials and Ben's and then his is like two crossed arrows pointing downwards with like J on the top of the cross and then B on the bottom of it and that and I don't know where his is. It looks maybe like a <laughs> like a calf or something. I don't know. Do we know? Does anyone know? I, that was my question in the chat as I was like, where is this on? I'm thinking like lower bicep because okay. like I see okay. an indentation that looks like the inside of his elbow, but then the part of his bicep looks weird. But then there's like some mm. hair. So I'm like, is it a leg? But less is it an hair arm? than on a leg. Yeah, I so, think it's his arm, but yeah. I'm not sure. He only can has we, so many spaces, you know, because right. he's got. I'm sorry. Can we talk about how bad and dated these tattoos are? Like we, okay, we <laughs> talked about at her wedding. JLo's yeah. wedding decorations. We were like, these are straight from like 2012 Pinterest. Like mason jars. Yeah. Like <laughs> the wood signs. Live, laugh, and love, the, and cursive. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Like embarrassing. And now she gets an infinity sign tattoo and makes <laughs> Ben get the arrows. She literally, like her Pinterest app has not been updated since 2012. Oh, God. And someone you know needs to love? take it away from her. She's got her bejeweled cups. You know, She's like, a Jew. She, she, she is. is so and that's fine. Venus Richard famous like, she shall choose what style she likes. And this is the <laughs> style. She's you know so I mean? committed. It's so funny. It's yeah. insane. And then she went on to caption it. Happy Valentine's Day, my love, with like a little white heart. And there are also photos of like him and then her from like 20 years ago and, and recent ones. And then, yeah. of course, she she goes on to promo her on the J-Lo newsletter. <laughs> and it was look for more deets on V-Day coming on the J-Lo soon. And I'm sorry, but I am waiting for this newsletter. It has not arrived in my inbox yet. And it is two days past Valentine's. I mean, She's got to capitalize. She's got to understand that the market is hot Valentine's Day for like one week. Exactly. So get on it, Jennifer. But yeah, it's uh, this is just iconic and stupid, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, I love that's it. That's the content we love. <laughs> it's true. I love it's how true. public they are. And this is kind of general mode about their whole fucking relationship. I never I expected it. But they're so it's, public. It's like, they, it's good for us. They're still so good at being celebrities. You know? Yeah. I know. It's so, They give us so much. Truly. It's God. I, I like... I would be lying to you if I didn't Google Benifer every single day. So, yeah. <laughs> well, keep us posted if the JLo comes in your inbox over the weekend. I will. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. 
Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of reals always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes has arrived in IMAX. What a wonderful day! This summer, one movie event will reign. It is our time. They stole my village. I know where they're taking your clan. Bend for your king. Never. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Okay, let's do cringe mode. This week, because Valentine's Day, new rom-com out with Ashton Kutcher and Reese Witherspoon. It's called Your Place or Mine. Kate, would you like to do the plot, please? I suppose. Uh, This movie, it's on Netflix. You can watch it, but don't. It opens with Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. I'm just going to call them Reese and Ashton because I don't even call them their character names. Uh, It starts out, it's like a flashback to 2003 and it's weird they're like all these little text things on the screen like pointing to reasons that we should know it's 2003 I was like weird vibe immediately but they're like hooking up it's like a one night stand in 2003 the movie fast forwards 20 years later and they're now like long distance BFFs Ashton is a businessman in New York Reese is an accountant at her son's middle school in LA and long story short she has to go to New York for an accounting class he misses out on a promotion gets broken up with And he decides to come watch her kid while she lives in his apartment while she's in New York for this class. So, and this is all just like over the phone. Like basically the whole movie is them living each other's lives in each other's houses and talking on the phone with the exception of the first scene and the last scene. In between, random stuff happens. Reese goes on some dates with like a book publisher. She like ends up getting this secret novel that Ashton wrote published and like, I don't know, realizing his dream he like hypes up her kid and like realizes that she's like over the top parenting. The kid gets hurt, but like is like happy, I guess, because mm-hmm. now he has discovered the joy of living. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then Reese flies back and they meet at LAX and kiss after realizing they've been in love with each other for the past 20 years. Great. That's Let's it. Do the highlights. Go ahead. Back to you, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> this is a low light disguise is a highlight. Again, they are in the same room for eight minutes of this movie, literally (laughs) the first scene and the last scene. And then the entire movie Mm. is them doing split screen phone calls with each other. Mm -hmm. And so no wonder that they went viral for having no fucking chemistry on the red carpet because they've barely met. (laughs) They are barely in this movie together. That's a great point. I've had longer conversations with the Trader Joe's checkout person than these two had in this movie. 
Like I, they literally probably spent more time in like that first red carpet than the entirety of shooting this movie. Yeah. So I'm like, no wonder they looked random and awkward, like coworkers standing next to each other. They've, they don't know each other. But I was going to say, there's some other X factor because even, you know, they're they're good at being celebrities, right? Like there's some mm. other weird reason where they look like that on that red carpet. Maybe it's like they don't like each other. Or maybe they are just that awkward. But I, And we I talked about Ashton that. being weird, like about like not wanting to put his arm around someone who wasn't his wife. Right. Okay. Right. Anyway, but th- I mean, it's funny because this concept really works if you get it right. It can work at least. Like I watched Sleepless in Seattle this week and that same thing. Those two are not in the same room until the very, actually the very last scene. They don't even have like this initial hookup or whatever. And that is one of the most romantic goes down in history, best, you know, movies of all time. So it can be done. It just wasn't done in your place or mine. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Mm -mm. This next highlight is very just like great gowns, beautiful gowns, but uh, her house is really cute. I like it. it has so some, his apartment. Like, fun <laughs> blue tile. Yeah, his apartment's nice. And it's kind of a plot point. Like, they're like, obviously, like, she's in his apartment. She's like, ooh, it's like not decorated. And he's like, ooh, your house is so chaotic. But it's, okay. I don't know. I like Her it. house is cute, but like, I don't think she can afford it on that. So unless no. she's getting great a, child support payments. Totally. Yeah. She's like working in her kid's middle school and ha- like owns property and wherever right? this is in LA. Yeah. Yeah. Not a chance. Were you guys offended by the bad CGI uh, of like, <laughs> The of Brooklyn outside yes. of Ashton Kutcher's yes. apartment. I was like, this just do the windows down. It was just like Netflix tried and it they, was just so bad. It's like, I don't know what they blow their budget on certain things. They and really they do. Do. Yeah. It's like, oh, you don't need choices. to do that. Yeah. Make yeah. it like a close shot living room scene. You don't need to have right. like the entire skyline behind you that's like twinkling, like it's <laughs> a fucking animated no. movie. Um, that's a great point. What else, Amelia? Um, you know, Oh God, it was hard. I'm sorry, but it was hard. To I know find. we were. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so mine is, it was really great to see Vela Lavelle and Rachel Bloom uh, from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Rachel Bloom playing lead Rebecca Bunch and Vela is her uh, friend, Heather. I just, I love that show. If you haven't watched it, it's so funny and good. Um, they deserve bigger roles, but whatever. Yeah, I will circle back to this later because I think it plays into one of my lowlights. But Aline Brosh McKenna, who did this movie, it's like her feature film debut. She's like written a bunch of great movies. She did Devil Wears Prada, 27 Dresses. She did Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, wow. And like she also has some flops mm. like this and like We Bought a Zoo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but like we know she has the potential, you know? It's yeah, there. Totally. And it's especially there in some of like the wacky side characters. Like she obviously cast the Crazy Ex-Girlfriend people and like, I'll yes. talk a little more later. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's almost there in this movie. You can feel that like some of the side stuff works. It's mm-hmm. just the main yeah. two really dropped the ball. Yeah. It's so true. Agreed. Um, another highlight I could dig up for this movie is that I think the Netflix location scouts really love open air in K-Town. <laughs> I was like, why have I just seen this shot? And it was because I had just watched you people two weeks prior. And it's it's a very unique looking restaurant. And I was just like, why did you do this twice? Back to back. <laughs> I'm so glad you put this in here. Choice. I almost put it in picking nits. And then I was like, this is like niche Koreatown content as someone That's who lives funny. here. And like this, will, yeah. people won't relate to this. Why would he? Dra- is, yeah. He's from New York. He's staying wherever her house is, which is clearly nowhere near K-Town. There's like, no, because like, it's like in the, garden. in the hill. It's, it's clearly in the hills. Yeah. And uh, I almost put this in here because I was like, he would not 
drive to K-Town for brunch with a 12-year-old to dine at open air <laughs> above the Line Hotel in right. this greenhouse. I'm like, this goes against his entire character. Oh, for right. anyone who's visiting from New York. Just and like it's a pretty a restaurant, I it's guess. It's very much like you go for like romantic or like Instagrammable. Like yeah. I have a friend who did her birthday there, but like yeah. it's not Ashton Kutcher and this 12-year-old. He's babysitting. It was, just, it was weird. It was like they found the restaurant. The restaurant was perhaps easy to work with and they liked the shot and they're like, this this is good. We'll I just love put it. We're turning all our highlights into lowlights. It's really Okay, good. sorry, sorry. <laughs> One last real highlight before we officially move on is I liked Reese's first day of school outfit. She's in this cute little long denim skirt. So I included she that. She did give me with the school stuff. It did remind me of how great she is in Big Little Lies as like yes. an over the yes. top mom. Oh my God, I, yes. That was my main highlight. I was like, wow. That first scene of Big Little Lies was so good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's do lowlights now. Go ahead, Kate. <laughs> uh, I mean, it. We this is just our, our go-to, but this movie did not have to be nearly two hours long. Oh, God. It was long as hell. We could have cut. I mean, it was like an hour and like 53 minutes or something. I mean. Which is half hour too long. We I'm not. Could have been a TV lie. episode. Could have been an it, hour. Totally. I mean, I'm sorry, but there was no point to this, this movie. The movie had no point. It had no right. point. It's a romance movie where they aren't interacting with each other. Like, <laughs> and there's no romance. There's Exactly. Exactly. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I had to put it on 1.5 speed, like before the halfway through mark. I'm sorry. I was watching Liz try to grind through this movie in the split screen while she was trying to do other work in the office yesterday. And she was like, I just love an hour and a half to go. Oh, Oh my God. Tough stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. What else, Kate? Okay, so this is what I was talking about in terms of Aline Brosh McKenna. It feels like a different person cast Reese and Ashton then cast the rest of this movie. Like, yes. which makes yes. sense when, you know, like Aline Brosh McKenna is, is, you know, casting from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, but like you've got all these like funny, like C-list comedic actors, like the Crazy mm-hmm. Ex-Girlfriend squad, mm-hmm. Tignataro, Zoe mm-hmm. Chow, like mm-hmm. kind of like, again, like Twitter core people. Yeah. I mean, Tignataro, I guess is more famous, but, and then you have Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher and it's like, they're totally different categories of famous. And like, you can't cast A-listers as like best friends in movies. I understand that. But there was a totally different vibe to like the appeal and the writing of the secondary characters to the main characters. Mm -hmm. And it felt like it was off. That's the vibe I got from some other cringe mode we watched recently. And I can't remember which, but I think that's kind of a problem. These, I think it was that damn J-Lo movie. (laughs) And I- Oh, Yeah. We it, the yeah shotgun wedding. We yeah. liked all the supporting yes. characters. Yeah, and, and I guess weird. like you That's need funny. famous people to like attract people to watch sure. a movie. But this would have been so. We're gonna recast this later. It would have been so much better with like less famous but more interesting. Yeah, leads. Yes, they're bringing <sighs> it down. The green. I'm sorry, but they really are. Um, yeah. and also, you know who else is bringing this movie down? <laughs> I'm the kid. I'm sorry. Are we supposed to feel bad for her kid because he seems kind of annoying? <laughs> He's like fine. He like has allergies. <laughs> also, I think this kid allergies. should have been That's his whole personality. <laughs> this kid, I think, should have been a couple years younger. Like maybe just two or so. Cause it's hard now. to root for a 12-year-old in anything. <laughs> you know what? But then maybe it's like, uh then but he's like at, at that adolescent age where maybe he needs like that older but I think it would have been better as a child, like an actual, I don't know. Him being 90% like a of pre-teen. movies we watch where there's a significant character that's a kid. I just, it's just You're like, an automatic out. low light. There's a they mess. don't need to be here. It's so true. I've never wanted to watch a middle schooler do anything. Especially this kid. It's like, he's like, oh, my friends don't like me. And I'm like, well, maybe it's you. Maybe it's not your friends. friends. 
I don't know. There are weirdos all over schools everywhere. Just find other weirdos. That's life, man. I don't know. Also, I guess this is a picky knit, and I should have put this in the next category, but we'll transition after this. Is this her first time outside? Because this woman, Reese Witherspoon, lives in Los Angeles, Has is like, you know, in her whatever decade, has lived a life, right? And has been outside. Also lives in Los Angeles, which is like a crowded, populous city. She is walking the streets of New York being like, there are so many people here. And I'm like, girl, what the fuck? You have like, it's a city. It is a city. Go to brunch in LA on a Sunday anyway. It was (laughs) just so weird. Like if she was going to be like this, like starry eyed woman in the big city for the first time, they should have not made her live in LA. Live in any she didn't other. have to live in LA at all. No, for this there was movie. no reason for that. Exactly. She should have been like a suburban mom and yeah. Illinois. And that would have worked. That would have been fine. But like yeah. it just totally didn't they just work. She wanted to shoot in LA. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, I was just like, this is so you're so lame. Like, what are <laughs> so God. Okay, anyway, let's keep going. Picky nits. Okay. I apologize in advance for this. I have some pictures in the outline of Ashton Kutcher's face in this movie. And this is mm. not plastic surgery commentary. This is just like, he doesn't look like Ashton Kutcher to me in this movie. Who is this man? He is giving like Jonathan Bailey from Bridgerton <laughs> energy. And maybe it's the hair and maybe it's the finance bro outfits. But like the first 30 minutes of this movie, I was looking at Ashton Kutcher. And I was like, something about, like, the, it was like a deep fake. I was like, is this an Ashton Kutcher deep fake? Yeah. Is he, yeah. is this really him? Some, especially his profile. And he actually like looks good. Like yeah. it wasn't like, oh, he's aged badly. It, it, no. He just doesn't look like Ashton Kutcher to me in this movie. Do you think it's maybe because he's like, taken on running marathons and I feel like that changes how you <laughs> Oh my look. God, I forgot that David beat him in the marathon. You did, yeah. Wow, <laughs> great. Oh great point. It's a deep um, cut. He is looking like pretty skinny, so maybe it is marathon related. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I, it was wigging me out. He looks weird to me. Am I crazy? Did he look weird to you? No, he do- He looks, I really do think it's because he's taken up long distance running. It, wow. it just like It'll change thins a man you out. To his and, core. I think Netflix is also doing, I don't know, after watching Julia Louis-Dreyfus and you people, Netflix is doing something weird to everyone's face in their movies with like trying to, I don't know, I don't know, but they just look like 1% different and you're like, what is that? It's the Hmm. same CGI they used to have Jonah Hill kiss Lauren London. (laughs) Netflix needs to chill out. (laughs) I know. If Netflix is going to be your only spot to watch rom-coms, I need them to do better. Do better, do less. Okay. Also, is it just me? Or I just feel like when he was younger, like on That 70s Show and whatnot and punked, he was just had more like he was more charming. And now I'm just like. His appeal was was limited to I feel like that era of his life. Like that was his appeal was like fun, like guy that you just like hang out with. And it was like Ashton Kutcher. (laughs) And now it's like, you're a finance bro in this movie. And it's like, the, that's exactly. not, that's not what we come to see from Ashton Kutcher. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What else, Kate? What other picking, picking nits? nits? We've picked nits this entire segment. I'm so sorry, but <laughs> I'm anti split screen phone calls in movies. Mm. This whole movie that's was plugged in split screen. It was a triple split screen. If you're at Liz Kelly and you were trying to do work at the same time. <laughs> um, Kate? But this whole movie had a damn line down the middle and it was them talking mm-hmm. to each other, but not actually. Like, just cut back and forth. You can show a phone call without a split screen. I don't need yeah. to look at both of you at the same time. I don't know. Yeah. It's yeah. dumb. Okay. 
Just two more? Like, can this kid not stay with a friend for the week? <laughs> okay, thank you. Do you well, know no one else? The, uh, uh, what? Or and, maybe and the not original thing was like his dad's girlfriend bailed. Right. Was like supposed to watch him and bailed. But it's like, you don't have any other options. She has all these right. friends. Right? Right. I don't know. I don't know. And then very weird. Last one. Maybe I'm being over the top with this, but I thought it was a little weird that all of their exes and people they rejected, like as in Ashton and Reese, were all people of color. And then in the end, they got together. It was just like, oh, he's rejected two women of color. And then she rejects Jesse Williams, who's a a man of of color. And it was just like, I I don't think it was intentional, but the optics were just like, this is weird. And also, it felt like a like, Oh, we're like we have a diverse cast, but then it's like, yeah, well, not right. in a meaningful way. Meanwhile, you know? she should have ended up with Jesse Williams. Like, oh my god, 100%. great character, seriously. You know, and you know what? He was the right vibe for Reese yes. Ashton. He was yes. the only supporting character who matched the like people who know Jesse Williams also know Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher. You know, totally. Yeah. So maybe that's why they had chemistry. I don't know, but um, yeah, he's the he's the right choice. Also, Amelia, I just did a really quick Google search of this kid. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel is his uncle. So just oh. take that as you would. Put, oh, put that in your back pocket. Put that in your back pocket. Okay. Wow. Okay, it all makes let's, sense. Let's do MVPs, Kate. I had a great time watching Tignataro and her coffee cups. She didn't seem to know why she was here. <laughs> yeah. And she popped up and would just like make conversation holding coffee throughout this movie. That's I was like, so why true. were you cast as Reese Witherspoon's best friend? Like, no offense, but like just like a weird choice. And she just would like show up and be like, I guess I'm in this movie. And I was happy <laughs> to see her every time. So yeah, her outfits were cute. She looked great. Yeah. 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 Like fun little yeah. like, I don't know, teacher vibes, whatever yeah. she was. But uh, she just seemed as confused as I felt. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, totally. Okay. I said Steve Zahn and his guitar because he was the guy named Zen, I think, who lived in her yard. And I don't know. Weird plot guitar. point that we haven't addressed, yeah. but we don't need to. <laughs> He was great. He was fun, though. He was like we an actual fun. like comedic character. Yeah, we picked all ensemble cast. I picked Zoe Chow, who we watched in senior year. Remember that? Oh my god! The movie yes. you didn't really watch. I had to uh, look up how we knew her. Great yeah. outfits, fun next to Reese, and I was just like, I'd kind of rather watch her at some yeah. point in this movie. That's how I felt about all the supporting characters. Yeah. I was like, I care so much more about you and your wacky life than yeah. right. these two people talking on the phone. Yeah. Um. One lightning round question. Recast and fix this movie. Like we said, I think we have to make the main couple less famous Mm. to match the vibe of everyone else. So I started out with that. And then I also tried to think of a real life couple to like fix the chemistry problem. Mm. Oh, that's good. So with those two uh, prompts, I landed on Leighton Meester and Adam Brody. Yes. (laughs) I like that. I think they're fun. They have the right vibe. Like they could be best friends who fall in love. They are mm-hmm. not that famous, but they used to be well known. You know, this is a great idea, Kate. I, have to I would love to watch idea. them in a movie together. So yeah. me too. I'm already like imagining it. Yeah, yeah. It, I think great. it works. I think it works. Totally. And then Amelia, I said, you know, just I think maybe the other week or something. <laughs> yeah, we found out that Dave Bautista wants to be in a rom com. So why not <laughs> cast him and? I think Pamela Anderson, Dave Bautista and Pamela Anderson. That yes. movie is a couple. infinitely more watchable than this <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> I think they'd be really cute and fun together. And I, I hope she gets more roles too. Like I, I don't, I would genuinely love watching them 
on screen together. Mm-hmm. Uh, they so deserve I better them. than this, but they would definitely make this movie <laughs> right, better. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, or you know what? I actually, at first I didn't like Reese, but then I was like, you know, I changed my mind. Um, I think if Reese would have been like, maybe like Reese and Jennifer Garner. Like, together? Together, yeah. Absolutely. Yes. I love where Two you're coming from. rom-com icons. I, I think like, what if like that? Reese is like, the businesswoman and then yes. Jennifer Garner is like the is Harry's the, mom in Illinois. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Why not that? You're right. Why not that? We fixed right. it. We did. Okay, let's end this episode with Tea Time's unanswerable questions. Go ahead, Kate. All right, circling back to the beginning, to the Vanity Fair Hollywood issue. They, a thing that they do with like these digital cover stories or whatever is they they do these videos where they make them do a party trick. Oh, they God. don't do it every year, but they do it a lot of years and they did it this year. And you just have to come up with a party trick. And here are some examples from this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin Butler made a rose out of a napkin. Uh, Hoyun did balloon animals, which I thought was pretty good, actually. Wow, that is kind of cool. Uh, Jonathan Majors made a Coke can defy gravity. Like, he, like, <laughs> shook it up and then, like, placed it so it was, like, balancing on its side. I don't know. Oh. Um, Aaron Taylor Johnson did a really bad backflip. That's the okay. one that people are talking about because he almost eats it. Um, <laughs> Florence Pugh did some sort of, like, flexibility thing with the stick that was, like, mediocre. And then Emma Corrin, worst of all, they caught M&Ms in their mouth really badly. Like they were like, I can catch these in my mouth. And then they kept missing it. And then someone threw it at them and they missed it again. So my question is, what would be your mandatory Vanity Fair Hollywood issue party trick? As you can see, the bar is low. Like, what's your party trick? If they're like, right now you have to do one, a video where you're doing a party trick. What do you do? I can do a cartwheel. I think. I haven't done it in a couple of years. So actually, I'm not sure. But what you could better be like time Aaron Taylor Johnson, where you're like, world, well, here, here we go. Stage. And then you eat it and then you go viral. Right. That's important. That's a good outcome. Amelia, do you have a party um, trick? I think, you know, I can crack my knuckles and then crack my toes a bunch. Oh. So maybe like a bunch of cracking <laughs> joints. That's you don't know would go wild for you. <laughs> they can mic your up toes. your toes. That stuff <laughs> yeah. really sells. That's really yeah, that's great. I, I asked this and I really didn't have an answer. I <laughs> said that I would like, to, I guess I would just like do some push-ups. I used to be able to do 10 okay, push-ups, cool. which I think is a legit party trick. But now yeah. I can only do like six and a half. Well, <laughs> so, mm. um, that's less impressive. But I guess I would. your siblings, but I feel like you being a triplet is always kind of like a, like that's a backup a plan fact, to just bring out Ann and Tyler behind you. You're my siblings. Yeah, it would be more fun if we looked alike, but um, mm. that's not really a party trick. But yeah, I don't really have one. I just thought that these were all pretty mediocre. So the you bar can try is low. catching M and M's in your mouth, maybe. Yeah, 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 and just fail and be like, "Well, that's it." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I tried. So, yeah, yeah. Well, um, great. Okay, <laughs> thanks, thanks for sharing. <laughs> okay, let's move on to my question. Um, I'm curious if this new show is going to fill our magic mic void because there is a void happening in tea time right now. So Mm. HGTV is debuting a new show called Flip the Strip, (laughs) summer 2023. There are six one-hour episodes. I feel like I'm looking right at Amelia because if there's (laughs) going to be someone who watches this, maybe it's you. They are construction workers by day and hunky male dancers by night. That's from People. Love that. Uh, and yeah, it's basically starring the performers from the Las Vegas show, Australia's Thunder from Down Under. Oh. Incredible name. And the whole, you know, pitch from HGTV is these charismatic performers will use their unique combination of home renovation experience and problem solving skills to create stunning spaces for their clients with signature ostentatious Las Vegas flair. Kind oh, of fun. Funny. 
Yeah. But that's a real renaissance, man. If you can like flip a house and also strip it, like, I don't know, pole dance. Yeah. I don't know how to do that. That's impressive. That's really impressive. What I don't know about because of HGTV is how much they will show the the oh yeah you know, the it's hard to dancer like by night it. you know yeah. yeah yeah they might just focus on the construction by day but I'm curious do you guys have thoughts on this well is this what I we're almost, looking for or are we still I search? almost think it's better if they don't emphasize mm. the like thunder down under part because then it's like you're just watching like really hot construction workers and like yeah. you know that they've got it but like you know right it's not oh, in that's your face good. it's just that- like. It's subtle. Yeah. 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 I feel that. I also read on the, (laughs) it says it's already been picked up for a second season. So they're banking a lot on this, um, which means I'll have to watch for science. Also, I kind of like just HGTV having some fun, you know, like changing things up. Um, Like, yeah, I don't want all Property Brothers all the time, you know? (laughs) God. Anything is better than more Property Brothers. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah. last question, Amelia. Okay. Should I chug a bunch of water before bed and tape my mouth closed for science slash Jason <laughs> Blum? Jason Blum being the super producer of a bunch of scary movies, Blumhouse, he founded that, et cetera. You know who he is. Um, he is on Twitter and he's just like tweets really random stuff. At, and only a few days ago, he tweeted, People, huge news. A brilliant director friend of mine has told me if you tape your mouth closed at night, you don't wake up to pee. Has anyone heard this? I'm trying tonight. We'll tweet, pick, obviously, and report back findings. Oh, my God. And so I, I okay. And then he, he okay. did send us an update a day later. Update. It stayed on all night. And he has like a picture of him with like some kind of weird... Like, it's almost looks like a, yeah, it's a, it looks like one of those breathe, band-aids right? you put on your heel or yes. something. It's, it's shaped I, like an eye, like a capital I. Exactly. And so he put that on his mouth and it's, I think I slept better, but I'm not sure. I still peed. My faulty bladder cannot be fooled. So I, I have so many questions. I want to know who this brilliant director friend of his is. Yeah, I want to know where this, this information came from. <laughs> exactly. What's your um, source? What is your source, Jason? I just feel like I don't. I don't, I don't get it. I am so confused. I'm like, how would that help at all? So like now I want to try, now I want to chug a bunch of water before bed and take oh my mouth. Sh- I'm afraid I'm going to like die though. You know, you yeah. should, well. I should do it. Cause I wake up, I wake up all the time at night. However, my first thing is like, I don't think I would be able to fall asleep with the tape on my mouth. Yeah. That would oh, be- okay. Yeah. Also, I have to say, it's really funny. He's being like, not canceled for this, but like, you know, the people that, <laughs> find a reason to be mad about anything on Twitter. One of the yes. quote tweets says, can't you just be grateful that you have two functioning kidneys when millions out there would be oh. joyous to wake up and pee at night? <laughs> oh my God. Jason Blum, how dare you? This is people with a non-functioning kidney erasure. God. Canceled. Wow. He is getting actually destroyed in the quote tweet. Yeah, I mean, most people oh, are asking the questions that we're asking, but Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I got you gotta admire his follow-up, you know? Yeah. Like, he did try he it did. And, and tell us the result. So. Exactly. So. Amelia, you could try it, you know, for science and Jason Blum purposes. Just one <laughs> yeah. night. How's your mouth? Mouth? How's your nose nigger nose breathing? You good? You I, can like yeah. get, get no, air in there? I can breathe through my I usually like when I sleep, I breathe through my nose. So yeah. Oh really? Um, good for you. I swear like this. I can't. I would die before doing this experiment. I mean, I That's think what I, a lot like, of people I, are saying they're like, "You'll suffocate and die." 
Well, see, that's the thing. And like, I start out nose breathing, but sometimes I'll wake up and be like, my mouth is so dry. (laughs) What happened? (laughs) So, yeah, I feel like this definitely doesn't work, but I would love to know it if you try it. Okay. I'll I'll let you know. Or if anyone out there has taped their (laughs) mouth shut for science, please let us know. Truly unanswerable. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm happy we ended there. Okay. That's it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wettmeyer. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.